1: Live from the bunker in the heart of the Ozarks. It's the 90th edition of The Hunger Games. I mean, Shoe the Dough. I mean, Sift Pop. (laughs) It's one of those.
2: (laughs) It is the 90th episode of Shoe the Dough. What? Yeah. We have all of our different uh, various things we do Mm -hmm. inside the Shoe the Dough feed.
1: It's really technically... The 23rd episode of Sift Pop is yeah. technically what it is.
2: That's technically what's going on. Uh,
1: Man, I am so excited. Today is a big, big day. We've got the live event later tonight at Classic Rock Coffee where we'll be talking uh, about the Hunger Games there as well. But because we're only going to have like a little mini review there. Tonight. We re- tonight, we wanted to make sure and do a full episode where we can really chat the movie and, and talk with it. So And we're joined by Josh Childs today. The, the cheeseburger rapper you hear in the background. <gasps> That's right. Is Mr. Josh Childs. He That's has
2: me. he's been eating a cheeseburger. How's For that Jack in the box taste,
1: man? Um, it's good. You gotta
3: savor it. Slow <laughs> and savor. Eat it nice. slow. Every
2: bite matters.
3: <laughs> also, it's taken a long time because the hamburger was the cheeseburger was the size of me. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> It was massive.
3: I got the big one. Chaka. I got the, I actually am
1: eating Jack. <laughs> Talk about your Hunger Games. Last mm. night, when
2: we went to the nice Hunger segue. Games to watch the movie, there was a, uh, to the IMAX to watch the Hunger Games movie, there was somebody in front of me eating sushi. Yeah.
1: yeah <laughs> that was that. amazing. And then the person right next to them recorded the, like the beginning of the movie on their phone. Yeah, that was awkward. And, and I thought, oh my goodness, are, am I watching, like is there a pirate arg right in front of me? <laughs> and, uh, and, but I think what they were doing is they were Instagramming the credits. Like, to tell everybody, oh, my goodness, I'm at the movie, you know. There were, Or it could be
3: somebody who was in the movie, and they saw their name in the credits, had to take a picture and prove it to everybody.
2: It's true. Mm-hmm. There were so many fan, like, fangirls in the IMAX theater. It was, <laughs> I don't know that I've, I haven't been around that kind of energy mm-hmm. in a movie where People are there because they're super huge fans yeah, of it these was characters. Interesting. I
1: think Wait I will... till December 18th. <laughs> but that's even different, though. Bo- I know. I Fanboys and fangirls are different. Uh, you It's know, December 18th? Oh, the Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. Right, of course. Um, before we get into that, how's everybody doing? A little bit of story time?
2: A little bit of story time. Danae, what's up with you? Um, You know, I have decided that I'm going to shave my armpits <laughs> for tonight's show. <laughs>
1: Good. That was good.
2: I f- I'm wearing a sleeveless shirt. Uh huh. I figured that'd be something good to do for everyone.
1: I know, mm-hmm. I noticed that your hair is washed.
2: <laughs> okay. That's true. Listen, okay. There's been a lot going on I work with you on. every day. There has been I've a lot. I've just lo-
1: noticed it's gotten a little bit.
2: A lot happening this week. A lot <laughs> has been happening this week. Tons. Okay. I, here, let me tell you how my hair got washed. This is very interesting. It doesn't sound like it's going to be interesting, but it will be. I promise. So my husband went to go get his hair uh, cut yesterday, and I went along with. And so he sits down and he's getting his hair all trimmed up, and I uh-huh. I go up to the front and I was like, "Okay, I haven't washed my hair in five days. <laughs> it is filled with hair product and such. It looked like alfalfa wave. Uh-huh. It was it was crazy. I saw it. I've never my hair has <laughs> never been this crazy. I said I've never asked this question before, but is somebody available to just wash my hair because <laughs> I don't have time <laughs> to go wash it. And so they wouldn't they wouldn't found someone. And when she came around the corner, it was like she was looking at me like, "What am I gonna find in there? Like, is something gonna be alive?
1: <laughs> Do you need the special shampoo? yeah, yeah i
2: was I was really I don't know. I, I really felt bad for. Her. I was laughing. I was like, i in my in my whole life, I have never once gone into a salon to ask, can someone please just wash my hair <laughs> never. So, yeah, that's how that's why it looks like this is because yesterday it was washed. I just went to sleep and then woke up and came here. So, like, I didn't even <laughs> I still have hair problems. Obviously, that's,
0: that's
1: how the posh live. Yeah. You know, they have people wash their hair from that's how they live. Ooh, at, la, la. That's how they live at downtown Arby's. If I mean, you, I mean <laughs> Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. Uh, Whatever it is. That's
2: a nice touch. If for... you
3: were uh, super posh, you would have had somebody shave your armpits for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
2: Oh, People do that. They like do the wax. me. Is that what you do? You have people wax or shave your, your pits there, Josh?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they've shaved about everything. I walked into a, a salon. <laughs> wow. That's a visual. <laughs> Too much information. Did we mention where Josh is from? His YouTube channel. Just asking. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> No. All right, you guys ready to shoe a dough? Oh, ready. To, well, yeah. did you tell your
2: story? Did you want to tell a story time, or did, was my story I, enough for everyone?
1: That, that's plenty. We don't know anymore I didn't walk into like a like a salon and say, "Hey, could you wash the middle of my back? There's a spot I can't, oh. reach. you know." Like it's, I just it didn't have. And I don't. And I don't have any hair left to wash. So I'm such right. a
2: hobo. Oh got shaved. Oh my goodness. So.
1: No, I think that's plenty. We can go ahead and and get into it. So we'll we'll chat. We're going to chat a little bit about the Hunger Games, and we're going to talk book adaptations into movies, and then of course our buried treasure. But we'll start with this. I've been watching you, and you watching
0: me, my dear Miss Everdeen.
2: Make no mistake. The game is coming to its end. For the first time in our lifetimes, we're standing together with 13 districts. Our future starts tomorrow at dawn. When we march together into the capital. The solar Advance, President Snow is building a minefield of traps. The sadistic inventions of game makers meant to make sport of our deaths.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the
1: 76 Hunger Games. There it is. Ooh, The 76 Hunger Games. All right, we'll start as we always do. By mentioning
2: that we are not going to be spoiling anything for you here. We do not do the spoilers in this episode. We do a spoiler episode that you can catch in the Sif Pop feed of your podcast. So if you're iTunes or Stitcher, you'll see another one that'll have the word spoilers in the title and as
1: always man (laughs) i've got some fun stuff to talk about once we get to the spoilers but there's fun stuff to talk about uh before the spoilers in general in general uh and so we'll start uh we'll start there in general did you like it love it it was okay didn't like it or hated it danae first
2: i liked it
1: i liked it as well josh uh yeah Liked it. Yeah, exactly. Uh didn't love it. It wasn't like a euphoric movie for me, but it was it was like, yeah, at the end of the day, that's a good movie. That's if a well you, done movie. If
2: you are a Hunger Games fan, you've been watching the movies or maybe you read the book, this is definitely something you're gonna want to go see and experience because it's the conclusion of this you know, this whole entire series. So
1: Wait,
3: this was based on a
2: book?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, kidding. Josh. Just kidding. Three of them in fact. <laughs>
3: Right, three books. It wasn't yeah. four. Well, books. No, it's it's one three. book for two movies or three movies. No, how do they do it? I think there, there were three, for, three one books book and four movies. It.
2: Yeah, yeah. What they did was they took the last book and they split it into two to two movies. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if you guys remember, but like we saw the first Hunger Games, and I didn't enjoy it. Or the I'm oh, sorry the I guess part one mm-hmm. of the Mockingjay, and I didn't enjoy it because it was really slow for me.
1: Yeah, I had the same exact reaction. Yeah. yeah.
2: It didn't really go anywhere, and I didn't like where it stopped. That's not everybody's opinion. A lot of people enjoyed it. Um, It also, uh, from what I've read, it deviated from the book a little bit more. But this one actually stayed pretty true to the book, which was kind of fun to see.
1: What do you mean from what you've read? I thought you've read the books. I didn't remember
2: in great, great detail. Because I read the books many years ago. Okay. So, yeah. Okay.
1: okay that kind of confused me there for a second because i i thought you were going to be the one the voice of the you know the the readers because josh and i we don't we don't read words in sentences oh yeah and when you put them yeah. in, in book yeah. form we just don't sure, do that very yeah. much we
2: probably need to get you guys trained <laughs> up be able to read
1: so let's talk about uh the stuff we liked what did you guys like about this movie what stood out to you as something that that you enjoyed josh <laughs> um
3: th- so there uh, it's hard without spoiler or uh, spoiling um there was so there were sequences that i got really lost in it um lost in a good way um I, and when they were in those in those grooves i was really riding the ride and and you know invested and totally in the reason i only like it is because i felt like i didn't i didn't just i just didn't feel like it was really consistent yeah you know overall i you know I, like it would do that and then something else would happen i am like oh well that's dumb (laughs) (laughs) or or doesn't make sense or why would somebody do that or you know and then come back and and i did have questions about how much it was like the book because there and and i and there was also there was just a couple for me uh, moments um that I, i don't know i like i like i'm not a huge huge fan but i liked uh that everybody kind of even if it was just a little bit got a, a farewell, all of our, those amazing older character actors mm-hmm. who are throughout the whole series and don't play a lot into the story of this one, but they still are present in the universe. And, you know, that, that was kind of the reason I saw the first one is because of all the amazing character actors that were involved. And so, right. to, you know, to kind of play, to, even though they didn't really, some of them didn't do a ton, it was still nice to see him and say goodbye. Well and,
1: and maybe this is a good time to uh, bring up Philip Seymour Hoffman, who I think will will, you know, be a part of this conversation in one way or another. Yeah. Since since you mentioned those. Because in my mind, and this this isn't a positive, but in my mind, I think the movie lacks from not having him available to shoot those last scenes. I think there's a real there's a real presence missing from yeah. conversations that he would have had with characters in the story well yeah. i would
3: say i would say that even in some of the scenes he was in there was something missing and it was obvious that that was he was in those scenes from a different scene yeah like they dropped him into a scene that he was never a part of plutarch or never shot like you know they just took footage from some. i mean there was a couple of times i know it's like yeah that's footage from a different scene or take whatever they cut Mm -hmm. him out put a different background gave him a react he had a reaction that works for this scenario although it's not it's it's it was always pretty ambiguous so he was missing from the stuff he was even in i thought yeah
2: yeah plutarch played a role you know in the books obviously from the the entire mocking jay book he's in there so i also saw myself kind of having that same reaction a couple times going oh i think that they may have chosen to present the story this way because they're missing this character and mm-hmm. obviously he can't be replaced yeah you know it's not something that they want to like dumbledore is an example for harry potter we lose one dumbledore we gain another dumbledore and it you know it kind of works out you're like okay this whatever that, that's
1: fine or james bond or you know the, right where a character well, is inter, inter, you know changeable
2: yeah but like Anyway, so I'm glad they didn't try to, like, bring in a new Plutarch, Plutarch. or something. I didn't yeah, know they were how handcuffed. they are going
1: to... I mean, there was really nothing they could do. I mean, it, they can bring somebody new in. That would be way yeah. too weird. They can't do a totally digital actor. That would just yeah, yeah. be no. way and too weird. And I, did, yeah. I actually did like their... without. I'm not spoiling it, but
3: I did like their, their, their solution... Uh, yes towards the end yeah. to
1: the story uh, problem to yeah. the
3: story problem i i actually i thought that's the that's a classy yep. that's the best way i agree the only way you could handle that probably
2: i liked one of the things i liked about it was just having the ability to you know put a like a period on it like okay this mm-hmm. is done now and it's not because
3: or a couple of periods <laughs> the <end> of
2: <laughs> there was there were I, I really enjoyed i think the first movie a lot um, and then the, the book is really interesting because I, I think that the storyline is interesting, you know, how this world has developed and how these people are interacting. But I feel like the movie was making it into a different kind of a story because you've got this love story. And like in the book, I wondered if it wasn't really supposed to be about a love story as much as the development of a nation. Mm. And and so I, I don't know, I was kind of like I was kind of ready for it to be done. And so I found myself kind of going, OK, this is I'm going to like this because. This is their interpretation of of the series,
1: and mm-hmm. yeah. I
2: love seeing Jennifer Lawrence. I I like her. I, I think that yeah. she's fun to to watch. And I'm this, always
1: amazed how young she looks. And I know.
2: and Katniss is an interesting character because she's only like 17 in the book. So right. she's they just do such this, a great
1: job. She's a she's yeah. a
2: confused teenager, and you know as and she's not a very like you know chipper, cheerful teenager, which makes for an interesting lead character because she's just so closed off, and then all this traumatic stuff happens to her. So I'm always curious, okay, how is that going to be represented? And then, of course... This, well,
3: and, and the evolu- her evolution through the story. Yeah,
2: and I think that they did a, a pretty good job. I, I liked seeing a couple of her developments in, in this, year, like watching her kind of figure things out uh, about who she is as a person, not necessarily how to accomplish the goals of this movie and, and the war aspect and all that stuff, but just seeing her personal development. But... Uh, I'll, I'll save, I'll, I'll kind of save it for my dislike, but I I think that they could have gone a lot deeper.
1: Interesting. I want to echo what both of you said. I had both of those notes. One being, um, that when this movie gets going, it's good. Like it, it's the, there are some suspense moments and some action moments in this movie that are really, really good. Yeah. Uh and when when the movie is firing, uh it's it's really fun to watch. Yeah. And I missed that from the last movie. I did too. Yeah, so, same air. Yeah. It was like it, it, that's that's what I wanted some of in part one. I mean, yeah. Katniss literally shoots one arrow in the entire last movie. And it's <laughs> yeah, for right. just one moment. And the rest of that movie is talking and walking. You know, like it's it was nice that there was some of that in in this film. Um yeah. and then I want to echo also Jennifer Lawrence. I, I think she's she is outperforming this movie even like i mean it's she is just a really great actress and i i was really impressed with her in some of the other performances but her specifically uh, in the film the
3: thing i was there was there a trailer for um is it hope joy joy (laughs) joy sorry (laughs) love there was a uh, yeah the trailer for that was on before so you're you're also seeing like well, I saw, like like older, like more mature and whatever, you know, different, completely different acting in the trailer,
1: you know, and then we watch the movie. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's like, she's a, she's a 17 so year old girl. Again. She's I know. so
3: good, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I she's impressed me. That was one of my first thoughts as soon as she came on screen was, oh my goodness, she's a 17 year old girl. Like I had seen her as a woman in all, you know, so many recent movies, and she plays that great, and then all of a sudden she just looks like a baby again, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, the thing I did want to add about positives was I think the thematics in this are really beautiful. I think there's some, and, and this goes to um, is it Suzanne who wrote uh, Collins? Yeah, Suzanne Collins who wrote the books. I think she really layered some some really beautiful, thought provoking stuff on war, on yeah. um, decisions, on peace, on pacifism, on all that kind of stuff into well, this I, into yeah, this sorry. into this story. And I think the movies play that up pretty well.
3: And I think it's really accessible for a younger audience too. Right. It's, it's almost like some parts of it. It's almost like a training wheels f- for ver, training wheels version of, of, you know, whatever, the, whatever this actually symbolizes or can symbolize in, in our actual, in our actual society. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the, not just the, not just the themes, but like, um, you know, just the, the, the way that they are, um, can cloak things that happen have happened through history a lot in different forms mm-hmm. could always happen again, you know, but they they're, they put it in this safe realm of sci-fi. and But I thought it was, with that version of it, a very accessible for younger brains that haven't started thinking that way that just make them aware of, oh, there's, there is there's something bigger going on here.
1: And I don't know if the the speeches are directly pulled from the books or if those are written for the movie, but there's a, there is there are specific moments in this movie where um, Katniss has her you know speech or whatever that comes from her heart, and I'm just like that was that was gorgeous, that was yeah. beautiful the way she said that, you know, the way uh, you know she's interacting with the quote unquote enemy or those kind of things, and it's just like and that
3: was the best stuff about the last one I thought too when mm-hmm. she was finding that voice like that right. the, the last movie like th- that was the best part of that i thought
1: yeah i agree anything else uh that you guys saw that that you went oh i like that or that that was good throughout the movie um Non non-spoiler specific um
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i do th- i do think they also did a really good job with um you know like in this movie it you know from the previous one we're going we're we're trying to get into the Capitol, you know, we're trying to like take over. So it is a war movie, you know, it is, Mm -hmm. it is focused on that. And, um, I think that they did a pretty good job of, of representing it. Cause as someone who's read the books, you know, it's all in your imagination and you're trying to kind of visualize what, you know, she was trying to write and, and present. So to see it, really was neat and it did bring it to life differently and there were a lot of different scenes where i was like i totally remember this from the book and you know i knew when things were going to be happening in some ways but i didn't know how it was going to look in other ways and um so so this that that part of them kind of like moving into that phase i think they did a really good job of of making it believable and still part of this like Uh, This world where there are these game masters that are doing crazy things, you know, it's not just like, you know, our version of war where you go in with weapons. It's it's a it's another it it is another Hunger Games in that way. And I'm glad
1: you brought that up because, again, that was something that was missing from the last movie, too. Like the first two movies had these really intelligent gameplay traps and different things that that appeal to this puzzle solving Kind of thing that my brain wants to do, and there just wasn't much of that in the in the last, yeah. if any of that in the last movie. So to have some of that back, even though there wasn't a ton, to have there some, was
3: no hung, there was no Hunger Games in the last Hunger Games.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you do eventually have. This one I thought this, I did like the way part. that
3: they kind of they put this one under that uh, a macro scope, right? <laughs> so it is like they took that, the idea of the Hunger Games and they explored it, you know separately and differently in the second movie mm-hmm. and in this one like it's like you know like the real life application like it's a it's okay it's the same thing you know I, I didn't like that I thought that was cool
1: yeah I thought I thought a lot of that worked really really well and I, I think as we kind of move into the the stuff that didn't work um, you can kind of see how like f- we already talked a little bit about you know Seymour Hoffman some of the stuff that doesn't work in this isn't their fault you know like that's like, I think of that in sure. when you see a movie, do you give a movie a pass for stuff that was out of their control, like the Philip Seymour Hoffman thing? Are you able to do that? To or a certain you, degree. Or I do I, you still I, have to go, but the movie suffered?
2: I still think the movie could have done things better that wouldn't like we I I don't think that the crutches of this movie are because of Philip Seymour Hoffman passing away and not being able to see Plutarch's character. I think they could have done it in different ways. And by it, I mean that there's some things like if you're really adept and understand the Hunger Games, there's things you're going to know and you're gonna make assumptions about. Mm -hmm. But in the book, they go into more detail as to why certain uh, decisions are made. And and I, I felt like This movie relied a lot on the lead character Katniss and showing her on screen and we're reading emotions and there's not really a lot of dialogue between her and anyone else as she's trying to explain what she's doing where she's going and sometimes I think that you'd have to veer from the book a little bit because she's like that in the book too she's very stubborn and she just keeps herself everything's in her head you know. But as a watcher of this movie, there's certain decisions that when she makes them, you're like, wait, what Wait, or, or the group or whoever? Mm-hmm. like, Why is that happening? And we're kind of like moving through some plot points. And I'm like, I wish they would have sat in that a little bit longer and let us breathe in there a little bit longer. Um, there's tragic things that happen. Can we can we let that breathe and experience that for a little bit? So I kind of felt that they moved some things really slowly that they could have just kind of popped over and mm-hmm. they move some things too fast that I think could have given this movie a whole different depth of, that's a great of, way to say it. Of, exp- yeah. of, of, a humanity that makes us relate to this world of war and showcase and all that. So. let me
1: ask you without s- spoiling any of them here. Um, <clears throat> do the deaths work for you in this movie? The characters that we lose in this movie, um, do that? Does that work for you? Did those moments uh, have the emotional toll that you think the you know the writers or the creators of the film wanted them to have? What do you guys think?
2: I am of two minds because I've read the book. I think that they kept to it almost exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and they didn't. So it wasn't like I mean I that was. Almost as quickly as things are happening, we're almost as quickly moving into a different sort of thing. Like it's it's a pretty fast paced. I'd obviously without spoiling anything. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I, I would say that I don't
3: have like um the if the the characters were introduced in the last movie. I did not have, and, and if they died, I'm not saying they did, but if that had been the scenario, if it was somebody that was introduced, uh, I didn't have an emotional connection because I don't I I don't have emotional connection to the last movie really mm. you know what i mean like um anybody like so basically anybody i didn't i didn't i didn't feel i just didn't feel a i didn't emotional feel it loss that's to I any asked. of them i didn't, I didn't feel, feel like the characters
1: mattered mattered that much i to didn't me. either i did
2: i i yeah. felt this i felt the same way
1: and there's one that's supposed to really really matter and it happens so quickly and there's nothing to really lay in it and i just it didn't affect me the way i think they wanted it to affect me yeah
2: same way in the book is it it's the same way for me uh-huh. and i write it with a couple of other people and we talked at length about a specific you know person that passes mm-hmm. away and i was like and we were like wait what you know yeah. and, and so i don't know like i i felt like they could have improved a little bit in those areas because yeah. again we we have so much time we've got all this time between these well, movies look at the, you I know mean, and, look at, and the last one was so slow paced and so it's like you're really creating the first one again in a way, and weaving all these characters back in. So it's like we can't spend too much time falling in love with everybody and then losing them. But at the same time, you know, then we're at least feeling something at the end of the movie, except mm-hmm. for like a tween girl love, you know. Yeah. Well,
3: and I think that they set a uh, they set a precedent because that first movie, I did feel that way. I I do, I do remember like being as much as I could being emotionally connected to the characters that, that right. died in the
1: first one. I agree. I think, yeah, I think the deaths work in the first one and even the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But, but you know, that's, that is something to to think about as you go into this, you know, you're, I'm really curious what you guys are going to think. Those who are listening and haven't seen the movie just yet. I'm really curious what you'll feel too. So if you plan on seeing the movie, feel free to comment and let us know like how you experienced this. If it hits you emotionally, um, because obviously we're just the, it's just the three of us. There's more opinions out there.
1: <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. This is it. This is this how is it is. It. Uh, is it. I I really feel like overall it it I think you worded it perfectly, Danae. About the the choices and pacing don't seem to be the right choices at times. Spending time in in something that that could have been hopped over in mm-hmm. not giving time to something that that we could have sat in a little bit longer. Uh, probably harms this movie, and I really think the decision to make this two movies instead of one he, uh, handcuffed this movie g- greatly, handcuffed both of those movies greatly. Um, I just I think in it a was, bad way. In a yeah, in a in Hang a. Bad I agree. Way. I agree. handcuffs
3: the bad. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I think that was a poor decision, and I I think there could have been a really. That's, really killer I think that's movie. the disappointing i part think it could have me. been an amazing third movie
2: that's that that really is what it is for me i think the the, the sort of like the ah you know is that it could have done something more but again for what it is i'm glad i'm glad to see it i'm you know it, it's it was a really interesting thing it really obviously it broke jennifer she was able to just launch out of this movie and mm-hmm. into you know the forefront and she shares a lot yeah. of similarities with katniss you know, Jennifer Lawrence herself relates to Katniss. Katniss didn't want to be the face of a revolution. She didn't want to be a face of, you know, and have all this attention. This is not something that Jennifer Lawrence expected either. And does, so
1: uh, does Katniss trip when she goes to award ceremonies, like over her skirt? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Jennifer Lawrence seems to do that all the yeah. time. So.
2: So we to do one more thing, one more thing we would like for you to know about the movie before we wrap up our conversation on the hunger games,
1: mocking Jay part two, I'll start. My one more thing is if you see the movie before this movie with someone who knows the end of this movie, don't let them blurt it out to you before they leave. The theater. <laughs> we were sitting, this is actually, is it okay to talk about this? Sure. we were sitting with uh, my wife and I were sitting with Danae and her husband watching the third hunger games movie. And at the end he goes, I can't wait to see in the next one when blank happens. <laughs> it's literally the last thing that happens in the entire story of the movie it's like- he
2: blurted out <laughs> the hugest spoiler of this entire
1: movie
2: I was so upset
1: yeah that was a fun moment that was, was, that it? was, that was amazing that was awful
2: <laughs> we were going to the movie theater we were driving to the IMAX and Justin was like do you think that they remember last year what I said and I'm like yeah, I'm, I'm I'm. really, really, I'm positive that they do. So he didn't say anything until after the movie, and the first thing he does, is lean over and go, did you guys remember what I said? Did I spoil it for you? And, and they're both like, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, and I, bring, yeah. I actually bring that Not up. Not even for, politely. I, I bring that up yeah. for a particular reason, which is even if he hadn't spoiled that moment for me, where this movie goes, I think that this movie uh, foreshadows that, it plays its hand too heavy i think i think they could have lightened up on the foreshadowing of where this movie was eventually going without giving anything away yeah, it
2: kind of again the movie misplaces a little bit of its energy yeah, it's I like think so. you can know, put your energy I, like in another
1: place we're smart enough to to pick up on less than that and and get it you know yeah um so uh, that that was my one more thing today
2: uh i don't know that i have a one more thing today i think i'm <laughs>
1: i, I you said everything you needed to say. You, sure, you all wanna, your thi- You don't want to talk things. about the love triangle. I was,
2: I was, it was cool <laughs> because I was chatting in, in our band group. Uh, again, we do uh, a lot of our conversations with everybody in band. We're not really on Facebook as much. Um, band is a free communication app. And we have a Sift Pop band and an Aaron and Danae band. So we were chatting in Sift Pop uh, as I was sitting in the IMAX theater waiting for the movie to start. And people were like, you know, hey, is anyone dressed up? There was an, you know, an Effie last year. And I'm looking around, there's no one dressed up, but there were a couple girls that had their hair braided. So I felt like that was kind of neat. You know, like I felt like they were trying to catniss it up a little bit.
1: Maybe you talk about with your one more thing. Maybe you talk about the, the girls reactions to the moments in this movie. (laughs) It was, it was insane. Like the love triangle stuff, like I, like it's so cliche now and yet (laughs) the way these girls react to it, I get it. Like it owns them. Like, the stuff between... Well, what,
2: what shocked me, and this... Uh, yeah, I'll use this my, as, my as my one more thing, is I you can kind of... I made the assumption that none of the girls that I heard reacting throughout this movie whenever there would be any kind of attention in the love triangle, just specifically the love triangle stuff between, you know, Peta and Gail and Katniss, um, I kept thinking they haven't read the books because none of this would be a surprise. It's, a, it's almost like they're there to discover the ending to this. They mm-hmm. want to see what happens. They want to see... You know the the end of this twilight moment or whatever, and so I was <laughs> I, I rolled my eyes a lot. I couldn't I could not believe a couple of them were like very vocal. There was someone sobbing at one point in time. Uh-huh, I heard that there was like literally <laughs> like there was sobs happening in the theater. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it was <laughs> it was I, shocking a little I, bit to me. And and I and I think. They had read the books, and they were just having moments that they had, know. like they just like they'd been waiting for this moment know. that they read about to be real in front of them, and it's really happening. That's the real cat. Now they can finally mourn. Yeah, they can finally mourn. They yeah, can, they finally, do mourn, they they can do. finally ooh and ah, and they they had reactions during. Hey, you, it's
2: already your One more thing is done. Here. I'm just telling, I'm you, just there's, telling you,
1: there's there's one specific <laughs> moment where it's supposed to be this big emotional moment. And they're laughing because of something that that happened on the screen. It was it was, was mind blowing. Yeah, it was it was a little crazy. What about you, Josh? You're um, so excited
2: to talk about the fangirl. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. That's nice. <laughs> it was nuts. Um,
3: I, I will say that the the I um I thought I I thought the I thought there was a couple things. Oh, I'm trying to, to dance around it without saying specifics, but I thought the characters were uncharacteristically dumb in a couple of places and the story hinged on that um and th- th- uh, that was my that was my biggest problem you know uh, the counter to you know all those great moments that was my biggest thing is that i didn't understand why suddenly everybody was dumb
1: because <laughs> they needed the story to go in a particular but it did, but way, uncharacter-
3: but uncharacteristically, and like the whole story hinged on it, you know. Yeah. Um, so that was yeah, so that's my thing, and and it was a little so. There's a there's a couple of uh, almost like um, courtesy things of oh this we this is the sort of thing that happens in this type of movie or this type of scene, so we have to cover our bases and do our whatever this thing is yeah does that make sense like it's yeah it's for uh, trope. like they, they yeah they well not just that but they hit a they hit a specific trope because every you know every movie of this type has this trope so we've got to make sure we do this and they really kind of like just nod at it and move on like they throw it away and then and that's honestly that's how the death the those deaths that you talked about that's how that felt to me yeah. it was like okay now uh we're supposed to kill people so da da da, da. Now, but they're not people that you really care about, so, so you know what I mean. So it was just like a a, a half-hearted attempt, sort of thing.
1: I think I think that's something that naturally happens when books are adapted to, and maybe this is a good transition eventually into talking uh, about you know uh, adapted movies and ones that we've we've thought did it well. But I think there's something naturally that happens with so much material in a book that you try to figure out how to tell the story efficiently. And, uh, and how to tell it well. And sometimes it's just, it's hard to do. It's hard to know which scenes to leave in and which ones not to. Uh, yeah. Before we get further into that conversation, let's talk a, a little bit about uh, Patreon. Danae?
2: Patreon is our website, That makes this possible. Okay, it's not really our website. We don't own it. (laughs) We have a profile on there. It's like a Kickstarter for a monthly support. And actually in the chat today, there are many Patreons. So thank you guys so much for being the people that make this uh, show possible. Not just Sif Pop, but our Shoe the Don Network possible. If you would like to support what we do... Head to patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae and you will see there that you can support us starting at like a buck a month and all the way up to $10 a month. It'll show you a grand total of how much money is actually coming into the studio. This is the exact amount that we receive uh, whenever you guys give. So just like Kickstarter is a little taken off the top. So our number might look a little different for those of you. Um, if you are a Patreon supporter, we actually sent out a message recently. So be sure to check your inbox and we send uh, special things to our patron supporters uh, patron supporters get access to our show a day early. They get special newsletters, all kinds of things. Josh,
0: Josh, Josh what, what
3: are, are you doing? doing? I have my microphone covered up. I cannot believe you could hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I was putting my trash away. I was like, "This is the perfect time. I'll cover the mic. Be quiet, dude." I'm sorry. Are you on a roller chair? <laughs> no, that's just a
1: that's just a trash bag.
2: Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. <laughs>
1: like Josh so sorry. is being eaten. <laughs> Make some <laughs> sort of plastic monster.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm so goodness. sorry. No, you're totally fine. No
1: worries. Actually, this noise right here. Uh-huh. Okay, that's actually my head. No, 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 it wasn't that noise. Mm -hmm. It 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 sounded like somebody was rolling a heavy chair across a tiled floor. That's a good, yeah,
2: that's exactly what it sounded like. I'm so sorry. Anyway, head to patreon.com slash Aaron (laughs) and Danae to see more about what we do and our plans for the studio and how you can help.
1: We're excited uh, tonight (laughs) at our... um... Brother Josh never came back.
2: Josh was never allowed.
1: um we're excited tonight at our live show big announcement coming and uh if you you should be able to listen live to the show tonight uh to hear big plans uh about what your support is making possible here so we're we're excited to to let you in on that here uh this evening so be listening for that we also are gonna have special gifts for our patron supporters that's true tonight too. that's Ooh. true yeah
2: if you're one of our patron supporters and you can make it to the live show make sure to come up we are gonna we have a gift for you
1: yeah we do i'm, I'm looking at your gift right now it's amazing it's beautiful. Those love are it. my
2: those are my multi seed crackers. They can't have those. Those are mine. I thought we were giving that to our patrons.
1: <laughs> All right, let's talk a little bit about book movies. Uh, let's see the movies that you thought did a great job as going from a book to a movie, and maybe one that you thought didn't do as well. Let's start with the good stuff.
2: I liked Ender's Game
1: because that was
2: that was one of the first times I read a book because I knew I was going to go see the movie, and I really wanted to like front load in. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love to know yours in the chat. If you're listening live right now, and you have a favorite adapted movie, uh, book to movie, or one that failed, yeah, yeah, let us, let know. us know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know. I think I saw Ida in the chat. She loves to read books before seeing the movie. It's like a big thing for her. So I'm yeah,
1: who curious did it well? I think *Inners Game* is a good choice. What were the choices they made that you thought really did that well?
2: There, you know, in the book, you're you, uh, I listened to it on audio, but it was still like reading. So in the book, when they're describing how they go through the war games. It's really interesting to try to visualize it because you're in space. There's no gravity. And he's doing a great job of describing how it's all happening. Mm -hmm. But to see it on the film again, it was just like that moment. You're like, oh, that's an that's what that meant or like something just a little clearer. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really I really liked uh, to see kind of that that world develop. So
3: that's that's one that I think. I, I would I would generally agree with you but that is one that I I actually think would have worked better as two movies because there's so much in the book that got truncated or yes. taken out or whatever that I'd loved that you know that they had I mean I, and they had to make those choices and I thought the choices they made were great but you know I, generally I'm opposed to splitting a book into two movies for the sake of you know cuz it's usually like hey money not hey integrity but right. that's one that it was like i I could have stood like more information because i loved it so much
2: so i agree with you though there was it was a really uh it's a recent one that i invested some time in and read and was excited to see it on film because i had read it yeah and also had that same feeling that you did too so you know aaron your question about like a good job and it's it's a middle ground for me and i think i remember a couple of huge fans seeing it going oh they could have done so much more because The books do have a lot more that that
1: can be done. That's the balance, right? You know, trying to figure that out, figure out how to do that. I think it's so important to remember that a movie is a different communication form than a book, right? So to make a great movie is not the same to tell a great story in a movie is not the same as telling a great story in a book. Exactly. You know, there are certain elements that are going to carry over, obviously. So it's really interesting. The one obviously that that did it the best for me is uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, no, knew I knew it. <clears throat> yeah. I, and I, like you, read those books before going to see the movies because mm-hmm. I wanted to. I wanted to know Tolkien's world before I went and saw what Peter Jackson did with it. I was so impressed with the changes that Peter Jackson made. I don't mind somebody changing things when it goes from a book to a movie if it serves telling that story better in a movie, you know, format. And I thought all the the choices, you know dropping Tom Bombadil, you know all all that stuff that that you hear about that he did were perfect choices to tell the story very very well in those three movies and I I I think that's a master's class on adaptation. That would adaptation. be my number yeah. 1 for yeah. sure, yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Josh? Um
3: Lonesome Dove. Nice. Which is actually a mini series, not a movie, but eh, we'll which, count it. Which which I think it also gives it an unfair advantage because it can really, you know, they can really take that time and dig in. Uh, but I actually, it, the the dynamic, I mean, I, I saw the movie first, the miniseries first, loved it so much, I was like, i got to read this book. The book became, I read it, it became, I mean, it became my favorite book of all time. I just, I love the book, the, the voice, uh, McMurtry's voice throughout the whole thing is just like, you know, your grandpa's just telling you a story. It's mm. just, it's really oh. comfortable and... Like easy and no pretension, but really beautiful and poetic, and and so then after that, went back, watched it again, and fell in love with the miniseries all over again, you know. And of course, it, it spawned like what four other of the books turned all everything he did all turned yeah. into all these miniseries, and I love them all. Don't get me wrong, but that first one, like, it was, it was perfection, and and you and you had like you had Tommy Lee Jones and Duvall like playing old curmudgeon cowboys, like you can't, you couldn't go wrong with it. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was
1: perfect. Here's some from the, from the chat of some people's favorites. The Last Unicorn was mentioned. Um, uh. Devil Wears Prada was mentioned as mm-hmm. a good transition. Um, somebody said Friday Night Lights is great in every medium. I think it has been in every medium, like back and forth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know that there was a Friday Night That actually was a book to begin with, wasn't it? I think that was a book to start off with. I was thinking I it was know. a TV show or a movie, and then a TV show, and then another movie.
2: I thought of another one that I loved, but I saw the movie first, then I read the book because I didn't know it was a book. The Princess mm. Bride.
1: Yeah. Oh, nice. That was a yeah. fun
2: book. If you haven't read that book, it's a good. It's a good read.
1: So some some great ones coming up in the chat as well. So let's move on to the ones that didn't do it right. I'll start because I saw mine in the chat already and it's directly rated to my uh, related to my favorite one. I thought the Hobbit was an awful adaptation. Ugh. And it's the same person who did the best adaptation ever. Right. Like it's uh. I think it comes down to I think it comes down to a a again a decision and we just talked about this in The Hunger Games to spread something out. And that was a book that could have been one movie and to make the choice to make that three movies Resulted, was a decision
2: for money only.
1: Well, and, and it, it resulted shouldn't have happened. in all these other choices they had to make to add stuff Ugh. in to, you know, it create was endpoints. And, Listen,
2: guys, I mean elves and dwarves they can like each other, but they don't fall in love, okay? And
1: and let me and let me <laughs> says you <laughs> uh, I didn't know we were gonna have a rant yeah. against mixed marriages, but anyways, um <laughs> I, I have to say I'm not saying it's a myth. It's a myth marriage. <laughs> that was great. Oh. Uh, that was well done. Wow, thank you, wow, wow. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah.
2: That was good. That was good,
1: ladies and gentlemen. Well done. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, and that's my out. And, uh, on, your note, and on, on a good note. And on a good note. Night. <laughs> um, I I I'm not saying that the Hobbit movies are awful movies, because I actually kind of like a lot of those movies. I'm saying they're awful adaptations. Yeah. I, I'm saying that they took something that was a beautiful encapsulated story and turned it into three mediocre stories that were made really well. Sure.
2: I'm yeah. going with, um, for my worst, is Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. <laughs> <laughs> but we've already discussed that, so,
3: Josh? Um, I, I, I'm going to go with uh, kind of what Aaron said. This is not necessarily a bad movie, but I thought it was a bad adaption, or adaptation. Um, but Shop Girl, which was Steve Martin's little uh novella Mm -hmm. um and i read it and i thought it was hysterical i love this book and then the movie came out i was so excited and it was just a sad like drama it was not funny i was like the book is hysterical why is this the saddest movie ever you know it was just a pitiful it was good and it was all true and all the information was in the book it was just the tone And maybe that was even on me, but the tone was received 100% the wrong way by me from book to movie. I thought, funny, and then heartbreaking.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I I totally get that. One, I wanted to mention uh, on the positive side, but I couldn't because I actually haven't read the source material, but I love the movie so much is The Adventures of Tintin. And oh, yeah. whatever they did to adapt those stories into that movie it worked beautifully for me. I just thought that was great. And I can't, I'm so hoping they continue to make those movies. I know that was the plan to have like Peter Jackson direct one, yeah. Steven Spielberg direct one. And there was, there was a third director involved too, I thought. But, um, what
3: about I see, Star- Spielberg directed the, the first one and Jackson produced it, right? Yeah.
1: Yep, yeah. Spielberg directed the first one. I think Jackson was going to direct the second it one.
3: It was the—if you haven't seen it, it's the Indiana Jones movie that you wanted instead That's of, right. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That's
1: right. That's exactly right. Which, Which one was that? Uh, Tintin, ten,
3: ten. Adventures of Tintin.
1: Mm.
3: It's one of my favorite movies. It's too. so great. But so I, again, great. I didn't read the source material on that either. But I, yeah,
2: would Star Wars be considered a book to movie?
1: No,
3: because no. the
2: books came after the movie. Correct. Ah,
1: right. Wouldn't you back me up on that, Josh?
3: yeah I mean he he didn't create the stories for a movie. he for a book, he created them as a movie. but
2: then all the books since then came out right. since the movie. yeah, I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know yeah. if there was like yeah
3: he might have written it in book form, but it was only to make the as as reference for the movie and it wasn't released. I... you know what I mean, because I just know he he did a lot of prep on the story. So I wouldn't be surprised. I'll have to say, I wouldn't be surprised if he has a novel somewhere of the Star Wars sure. story that never nobody ever saw. You know, that's all I meant.
1: So that reminds me of a story. Yesterday, I'm talking to my sons about the new Star Wars coming out, and they're like, "Are we going to watch the other ones and do like a you know a marathon and see the new one?" I was like, "Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Let's do that." <clears throat> and they were like, "So do we start it? You know, at the first one?" I was like, "Well, what do you mean by the first one?" They're like, well, <laughs> Well, the the Phantom Menace. I was like, okay, so you mean chronologically? They they had no clue that the the four, five, and six, you know, actually were came really before one, two, and three. We're our one, two, and three. Yeah, and I was like, how did I? How have I not trained you in this? Like how? Yeah. Like you I have failed. I, that, you I have you failed, failed that's a as a bad father, parent, man. Like,
2: you probably <laughs> have never admitted that.
1: <laughs> and I had even a, an inkling that this was coming when they were younger and watched Toy Story and were like, oh. Uh, and then they watch Star Wars and they're like, oh, Star Wars got that from Toy Story. That, yeah, you, know, you should have picked uh, it up right then.
2: There was a so problem with the I cleared, I the cleared that yeah. up.
1: <laughs> I cleared that up. But apparently I forgot to clear up that the prequels what, actually came what? second. I told them the story of how on the playground, literally all we talked about was how George Lucas wanted to make nine movies. Like the, I remember that. Do you I remember
0: that? We had the same that? conversation. Yeah, no, I mean, we didn't,
1: you and I didn't have this conversation. I know. As grade school You guys really I, are
2: grade school friends? What? <laughs> <No.
1: laughs> but I was doing the same thing. Like, yeah, I gonna, re- You know, there's more movies. Yeah, he wants to make right? three before and three after. Uh, and everybody's like, like, oh, like, cool. Never, it'll never, it never happen. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's happening. It's amazing. Yeah, All our childhood dreams world are coming we true. We dreamed
3: of Once Upon a Time.
1: All right. And then some. That's right. We're getting our nine movies and then, like, Extra source Not, material. Three
3: or six more, right? Or whatever. Yeah. Infinity the, more, Josh. Yeah. Infinity plus more. The TV,
1: plus to all the TV shows. and To infinity and beyond, as the source true. material says. Yeah. Um, we got that. Okay. So let's transition into uh, our buried treasure. One thing that you want to let people know about. And uh, we'll start with you, Josh.
3: Um, All right, well, I had a movie that I was going to talk about, but it's going to have to be put on hold because I downloaded an app that I haven't stopped playing with, um, so it took precedent. Um, It is called 8mm Vintage Camera, 8mm Vintage Camera, Okay. and it takes your videos and makes them look like old home movies. Um, and there are all sorts of different filters on it. So you can like, so you can make your movies look like they're from the sixties or the seventies or the twenties or, um, you know, different sepia and, um, uh, indigo things. And then it's also got different filters that you can click or do. And, you know, so it makes the shutter speed, it makes it flicker more or it's brighter or a little blurry. And then it even has a little button that you can push. While the video is playing, that makes your film jump.
1: Oh,
0: oh interesting! Um, like so you can skip.
1: control the skip. You
3: control this, like how it skips. Yeah, uh, or if you don't want to at all, you don't have to push the button. And oh, then wow. you can also use your actual video audio, or you can use the sound of a projector. Or there's a version where you can kind of like do both. So it's you hear the projector and the audio. So it, it the 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 app audio infiltrates your video audio and you know makes it anyway i've had a blast with this thing it has been so 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 much fun i um you know just regular i had videos of my son's playing in the snow and uh that was my first test thing when i got the app and i was like holy mackerel this is so it's just perfect anyway
1: now it's your favorite thing. thing ever
3: yeah um, 8mm vintage camera
1: now you can you can go shoot the next sequel to sinister the horror movie <laughs> that's where all exactly the-
3: right <laughs> And it's and it's 2 it's a ninety nine or two ninety nine or something. It's a it's a pay app, but it's a real small one. Wow. So anyway.
1: Danae, what about you?
2: Well, I'll give another update. I have now earned ten dollars and thirty three cents on my Google Opinion <laughs> Rewards app since the eleventh of October. So
1: it's a real thing, guys. I'm doing it now too. I've actually I, bought apps with it. So. so when
2: you talk about apps that have a cost instead of me going, oh, yeah, I just don't want to go spend money. Now I'm like, I have money to spend because it expires after a year. So you, you do have to use it. So um, in fact, I just filled out one. I, I got 12 cents for uh, picking a picture of which display I like best on a T-shirt. <laughs> so <it's, laughs> I got 44 cents yesterday for saying, no, I don't like sports. <laughs> so that was cool. Um <laughs> So going into the app that I was going to review, I have another game app. This one's called Incredible Jack. And the picture looks like a guy with a mining um, hat on. Maybe like a banana in a mining hat. I don't know. Anyways, it's this little dude. And this is a game um, where you're jumping around in a world and you're collecting coins and you're going over obstacles and you're bouncing on bad guys' heads and you're busting things with your head and you're figuring out little... You know, mysteries mm-hmm. and you get bonus points if you kill all the guys and you get bonus points if you collect all the stuff and find hidden rooms and you just get to the end of every level and at the end of every level you find one of your missing children. So it's got this kind of heart-centered story. The <laughs> interface is interesting because this is one of those games where if you want to jump it's a button on the bottom right of your touch screen and if you want to move forward, like, uh, forward or backwards it's two buttons on the left hand side. So you're, you're pretty much just going back and forth with your thumbs. So if you have arthritis or if your thumbs hurt, this is not going to be a fun game for <laughs> or you. Or if you don't have thumbs. <laughs> or if you don't have thumbs. I'm not sure. Way
1: to bring us down, Josh. Oh, man. Way to bring but us down. But you can use a different finger.
2: <laughs> so I don't know. This is – I actually really enjoy it. It's 99 cents, and it's a clean game. I think it would be totally fine for kids to download. And so if your kids are looking for a new game to play – um, they do a really good job. I have not gotten to the end of the game yet, so it's got a lot of levels to it, which can kind of keep you entertained, so different difficulties and things like that. Um you can buy things in the app, like you can buy extra lives and so you do have the like I don't know how if you've got kids using apps if they're you probably don't want to let them just go crazy on it because <laughs> you you can actually spend real money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> on it, too. but it warning was, warning. It's called
2: Incredible Jack. and i would I would definitely recommend it if you've got the space on your phone for it or your smart device.
1: My buried treasure is something that I can tell you <clears throat> exists, but I can't tell you if I'm recommending it or not because I got access to the very first episode of the X-Files that's coming out at the end of January. I have seen episode 1.
0: Whoa. And it very
1: specifically said not for review. So I cannot review <sighs> it for you. I can't tell you about it or whether I liked it okay, or didn't okay, like it. Okay,
2: uh, Now, but we are but in you the can sa- okay, a- okay. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. I've, I've got an idea. Uh-huh. I can see you.
1: Yes. So we're going <laughs> So
2: Josh and I are going to ask you questions and you're just going to smile or frown, you know, give some kind of a visual indicator. I,
1: I will not try to indicate anything. You're free to read whatever I'm you interpret. want to into-
2: All right Josh, you ready?
1: Well I I want to start with a question that you probably you can't answer. Okay,
2: here we go.
3: Were you a fan of the series bef- before? The fan, original
1: series fan is an understatement. Uh, I had an okay. entire bedroom. Our guest room was X Files themed, including an X Files comforter with a big X on it.
2: That his wife made for him. Apparently. That my wife
1: uh, <laughs> made from scratch. Uh, I have I I have every single episode of the original series on VHS, labeled and cataloged. Uh, wow. I, I, yes, I, I'm a fan, Josh. <laughs> All right, Can I say I watched several episodes when it was out, like I would
3: catch it when I could and I enjoyed it, but I've just committed to watching it from the start all over again. And I'm like halfway through season one, as far as I'm officially through it.
1: And how are you feeling? Because it's, I don't know. It's, it's a show that changed TV in a lot of ways. And now with everything being more cinematic on television, part of the, the attraction of it when it came out was it was so cinematic. Yeah. And, and now a lot of shows are, you know, do that. So I'm curious, kind of looking back and seeing it for the first time, what your reaction is.
3: Um, when it hits, it really, really hits. Um, and when it doesn't hit, it's it's not bad. It's just a little I uh, uh, I don't want to say boring, even just um, uh, I, diagnosable. Uh, mm-hmm. What's the word? I know, I know. I mean, it's it's old enough now that they can't they can't fool me with. Where it's going, or tropes, or you right. know what I mean, you know, what I mean, I just yeah. So it's not a surprising show, but there are episodes like uh, there are one that stood out. I won't get all the way because I know you got to go on with your thing. Sure, but no,
1: but it's kind of like,
3: uh, but the, there were some episodes that I was like, oh man, that was a that was really good,
1: like just compact storytelling, and you know. I think it's it's interesting because it, it's a lot like um, I think the movie example I would give would be like The Matrix. Like it's changed movies so much that if somebody. You know, watches movies now and goes back and watches The Matrix. That it'll be like, yeah, I've seen that done in you know so many other movies. Yeah, but it was done here first. You know that sure, kind of sure, thing. Yeah, so, yeah. so I, I'm sure it does have that feel to it.
2: Okay, we have a question in the chat for you. Sure, I'll I, I'll that answer you, it if I can. That you does it pick up where it left off?
1: Um, does it pick up where it, it ended? No, it picks up in modern times. So it 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 is in obviously the same universe. Um, it
2: is in the same universe.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's the X Files. It is in the next season of the X Files, but it's time has passed. Gotcha. Yep.
3: Taking into account the movies and everything. Right? Correct. The, whole, the Correct. whole universe. Yeah.
1: Yep. I think I can answer that. I don't think that's reviewing, so to speak.
2: I can't ask you any questions about it. I have no point of reference. I've never <laughs> seen yeah, the yeah, X Files.
1: Yeah. Are you anxious for the second episode? Yeah, that's a good question. Ooh, that kind of, I don't know, that could kind of linger into... Reviewing? Uh, I will just, I, it's easy to say yes just because I'm such a fan. So, yes, hey, okay, I, I'm anxious sure, for sure. This, for to see the next one. Should we stop sure. putting
3: him on the spot today? <laughs> Should we just not he, get him in trouble? He does with, look
2: with... a little perturbed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he always looks a little perturbed. Oh, oh
2: okay, okay. That's Is just your face. Is it eyebrow perturbed
3: or no, no, frowny no. perturbed?
2: It's, um, it's, it's... It's frown, it's, it's eyebrow, it's his yeah. face. I can
1: tell yeah. you, I think I can face. tell you this. Face uh, the opening credits, including the, um, the iconic theme song, have not changed a bit. And I think that was the right move. I think that... Shh,
2: you can't give your opinion. It's reviewing.
1: Oh, that's right. They haven't changed. Good job. <laughs> the opening credits. Now, his eyes are
2: sparkly. He appears to be very happy about that. There's a smile on his face. So We're going to interpret that as happiness. Yeah. 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 Uh, well,
3: congratulations on watching it. Um, I'm like I said, I'm pushing my way through so that I can be ready for uh when it hits the hits in January or
1: February, January twenty seventh. One more I question
2: think. in the chat: How many episodes or season do you expect to last? Like, do you think this is going to keep going?
1: They 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 shot a six episode uh season, so it's kind of like a little mini season, and um I think that will depend on how well it's received cool That's what i think
2: well
3: and if and if did. they don't and what what, what uh network will it be on it's on fox it's on so it'll be on fox. fox for those first six and then if it doesn't land it'll be on netflix with a full like 13 the next year right
2: that'd be good whoa hey i just heard something
0: <laughs> yeah, right. oh it's you, end you started music. the
2: thing oh i was like wait i think i just heard our song <laughs> and i looked at the clock and i was like oh it's because it's time to hear our end music
3: so Let's sad. see how it mixes with X Files theme song. Keep playing it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wait. Now I can't think of it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Sorry. Okay.
2: <laughs> it kind of does go like that.
1: Well, what does that mean? Are we aliens?
2: Yeah, I'm an alien.
1: <laughs> okay. For sure.
2: We're going to be hearing this music two times today because we're actually going to be doing the show live with a live audience tonight at Classic Rock Coffee. If you are in the Springfield slash Ozark area of Missouri, please join us tonight from six to eight. We've been talking about this event for a couple months now. Really excited about it being here finally.
1: It was great to see uh, Andrew Ormsby uh, jump into the chat today. He's going to be joining us to talk Hunger Games tonight live. So we'll do that briefly tonight and then we will... Talk about some other stuff. It's gonna be fun. We're just gonna have fun.
2: We are gonna be streaming it, so you're gonna hear your notification go off from Mixler tonight. Uh, We might do like a little sound test. You guys can help us out. Pop in and make sure that
1: everything's working. Yeah, we might start it early and just leave it running.
2: Yeah, we plan on uh, the show starting at 6 p.m. Central, running to 8 o'clock. That it will include music from Ben, Ben and Danae. That's me and my brother and my friend Ben playing some music. The show, which you're familiar with, we're gonna be doing three segments that you're used to hearing. It's gonna be fun, and then Nate and the Saints. With Curb Records is going to be closing out the night. Everything is going to be emceed by Sarah Foreheads from KY3. It's just going to be a lot of fun. Giveaways are going to be happening thanks to our sponsors, including the band app. We appreciate you guys so much sending us some swag to be given out to everybody tonight. Uh, and again, we've got presents and prizes for anyone who supports us on Patreon. So you have until tonight, six o'clock. If you want to start giving a dollar a month, you can get a prize.
1: Thank you so much. However, you listen to the show, thank you for listening. Uh, if you listen live on Mixler, or if you subscribe in the podcast, if you don't subscribe, hit up iTunes, Stitcher, subscribe, and that way you never miss an episode. Um, and whatever podcast player you use, I'm sure you can find us there. And uh, you can subscribe to Sift Pop—that's S-I-F-T-P-O-P—to uh, subscribe to what we're doing. And um, as always, we'll catch you later. I was trying to—I f- was going to make some love triangle joke about the three of us. That's and not, so that's no. going to get really awkward no. really, really fast. I do not give you <laughs> so, permission to do that, buddy. So, uh... Now
2: you're getting to see my frowny face. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys tonight and next week, Friday, for the next episode of Sif Pop.